0: Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Efford. Hello. Glad you could join us again today. This week, we're, we're looking at the Lord's Prayer and we're looking at how it impacts our understanding of being the Ecclesia. You know, Jesus in Matthew 16 said, on this rock I will build my church. The Greek word there is Ecclesia. How, how does the Lord's Prayer and the Ecclesia go together? With this, we said that you have a purpose. Everything has a purpose from that standpoint. Actually, you know, if, if you read... Um, Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, I can remember, I used to wonder why part of that passage was in there, especially when he talks about there's one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon, and that each star differs in glory. And, I mean, I just, for years, I just scratched my head going, okay, the sun has glory. (laughs) How's that? The moon has glory, and the stars have different glories. And, and then finally, I realized as I was studying, as I was going down through there, I realized that the sun, you know, on day four of creation, God set the sun in the sky to rule the day. And it was, as he said, for all of them, they were for signs, for seasons, and so forth and so on. That at that point, the sun is critical for our seasons. The sun is critical uh, for vegetation and so forth. If you would, uh, what I began to realize, the glory of the sun is when it fulfills its purpose. The purpose that God gave it. When the sun fulfills that, and, and the sun doesn't have a choice, it's, a, it's not a human being, God said it, and as it fulfills its purpose, that brings glory to God. Same thing with the, the moon. Same thing with the stars. And, and if you would, all of those have different purposes, which is why their glory differs. Each one of us as an individual we have an overarching purpose, but then individually, singularly, we have an individual purpose. We have an individual assignment, and us fulfilling that assignment, us fulfilling that purpose is how we give glory to God. It's not, if you would, let's go back to the concept. Well, let's before I forget to read the scripture, let's, let's read verses 9 and 10 of Matthew chapter 6. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, our, our purpose, God gave us, again, an overarching purpose. And if you would... His kingdom is where his rule is. Now, everything is a part of the kingdom. But in the concept of your kingdom come, it's talking about the actual rule of the kingdom. God already owns everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell within. Everything is God's. So from that standpoint, everything is a part of the kingdom. So if you're talking about the kingdom coming, we have to be talking about the aspect of that kingdom actually ruling. It is that area is in alignment with God. That person is in alignment with God. That organization is in alignment with God. That, that territory is in alignment with God. So that puts there are areas and people who are submitted to the king, and there are areas and people who are in rebellion to the king. So if you would, us giving God glory is us, part of it, it's not the only thing, is us fulfilling our purpose. Those in alignment with God are fulfilling their purpose and giving Him glory. Those who are not in alignment with God, who are not fulfilling their purpose, are in rebellion to God, and are therefore not giving God glory. And so those dynamics are there in play. And with this, understanding that we are to fulfill our purpose as the ecclesia. Our purpose as the Ecclesia is to expand where the kingdom is actually ruling. And by that, that's not Jesus will rule with a rod of iron. That's not what we're talking about right now. That's when he actually physically comes on the earth and enforces his rule. Right now, it is not a a militaristic operation. It is a diplomatic operation. We are seeking to bring people into alignment with God. We're seeking to bring them to a place where they submit to God. That is our purpose. Now, here's the thing, though. If we're not fulfilling our purpose, we're not giving God glory. See, to the degree that the church is not seeking to advance the rule of the kingdom. When it's not seeking to advance God's will being done on the earth as it is in heaven, then we're not bringing God glory. And if you would, that's when the salt has lost its savor. The salt is no longer fulfilling its purpose. And it said, Jesus said, it's to be, you know, it's good for nothing except to be thrown out and trampled on by people. And if you would, in our culture today, the church, um, to a large extent, is being trampled on by the world because we have stopped functioning in our purpose. And as a result of that, like uh, in the Old Testament, when the uh, one son was born, And they called him Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. You see, so much right now, the glory has departed from the church. The glory has departed to a large extent from the church globally. Not completely, but in a lot of ways. Because the church isn't focused on doing its purpose. We have to be focused on doing our purpose. We have to extend the kingdom. We have to seek to bring more people into alignment where their hearts are now, they have, if you would, pledged allegiance to the king. And they are beginning to align their life, how they live, with kingdom living. We're to be seeking that. And it's, and it's not, if you would, it's not just individuals, but even organizations, because everything that exists is God's. And at that point, that organization is either submitted to the king or it's in rebellion to the king. And I'll just throw this out as, a, as an easy example is, you know, let's take uh, Planned Parenthood. I'm not saying that there's no good that they do. But the good that they do is done in rebellion to God. They're, they're, They're opposed to God. As an organization, their agenda is opposed to God. Now, at that point... We're to win people. This, again, is not a militaristic operation. It, it is not a, a control type of thing. It is diplomatic. It is winning people over. But, you see, it, it shocks me. You know, so many people talk about the founding fathers and, well, we need to get rid of them because of this and that and the other. But it seems like there is a, uh, a double standard, it's a double standard. And, well, that double standard ultimately comes down to the fact of are you trying to submit to God or are you in rebellion to God? That that defines the double standard. If you ever wonder why there's a double standard, that's the basis of it. Because the founder of uh, Planned Parenthood and that whole concept, Margaret Sanger, uh, she <laughs> was an avowed racist. Uh, she actually started uh, the whole Planned Parenthood and the, uh, the service of abortions to eliminate, or, or to actually, better way to put it, is to maintain a low level of the uh, African American population. And if you look at it even today, overwhelmingly the abortion clinics are in predominantly black communities. She was an avowed racist. She she was opposed to the growth and improvement and increase of African Americans. But when Hillary Clinton said that she was her hero... It was all good. It was all good. It didn't matter, these other things. You know, but you know, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, you know, these situations, well, that's just terrible, and we re- need to remove everything about them. Well, what about somebody that actually set out to kill the, the babies of the black community so there just would be fewer of them? That person is honored. Well, where are they honored? They're honored in the areas of the kingdom that are in rebellion to God. And you see, that's why I say we have to understand it's not just people. In the church world, we think the only thing we should do is bring individuals into alignment with God. But the bottom line is there are organizations, you know, A church, an individual church, should that individual church be in alignment with God? Absolutely. Well, that's not the only organization that should. Now, again, this is not militaristic. This is diplomatic. We're to win people. We're to win people. We're to uh, encourage them. We're to show them truth, to win them over. But the purpose of the ecclesia is to increase the areas where the will of God is being done. Jesus taught us to pray his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and he gave us, if you would, the assignment to make that happen to what degree people were willing. We can't make them get saved. We can't make them come in alignment with God. But we can share truth, we can love and endeavor to get it to where His will is being done in their life. God bless you. Join us again tomorrow. You've been listening to Ecclesia Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. everything, there is a season, a time to plant, and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augusta Seed is an independent, family-owned, and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augusta Seed online at augustaseed.com.